Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yeah. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I don't know. Like, I, I don't know if it's going to be mixed. I don't know if people are going to be really happy to have her back. I don't know if people are going to be disappointed. I have no idea. Like, I mean, obviously her situation was a very serious situation, but I mean, she served her time. I think, you know, in all fairness, she can play wherever she wants to play. She can do whatever she wants to do. I mean, I wish her well. I mean, and there's really nothing, there's really not much at this point that you can say, but hey, great to see you again. Hey everyone, John Wertheim here. It's this week's Tennis Channel Sports Illustrated Tennis Podcast. We're doing this from Indian Wells here in the desert. We're going to try and do a couple of these over the next 10 or 12 days. But our guest today, WTA player and now moonlighting as a journalist while she rehabs from an injury. It's Sloane Stevens, who was ranked number 23 last summer and then ran into some trouble with a foot injury. She's in a boot that we'll talk about, but she's here working for Tennis Channel here in the desert doing some interviews, getting a taste of what it's like on the other side of the media fence. She's been great to work with so far, and I think you'll see her on the Tennis Channel coverage throughout the tournament here. But we're going to spend a few minutes talking about what it's like to rehab from an injury mid-career, what Sloan makes of her career so far, what she thinks about Maria Sharapova's comeback next month. Very nice conversation. We're doing this in what is basically a glorified broom closet. Those are the lengths we go to to get you semi-clean audio. But uh, enjoyed this conversation. Hope you do too. We'll bring her in now. Sloan Stevens. Hey, welcome. Mm. Thanks for doing this. No, thanks for having me. I'm happy people aren't able to see your boot because it would depress them. <laughs> yes, it would. And I'm in a wheelchair, so that makes it look even worse. Get but, priority boarding. We yeah, got that going for you. Exactly. I'm always the first person on the plane. So it's, I'm, I've had some really good perks with this whole injury. And I wish I had these perks when I was able to walk and be normal. I think you're onto something. Yeah, I think so, too. I'm keeping my handicap sticker for as long as I can. What's your... Uh, 
what, what, what's the status here? You've, so, you've got a boot on the left leg and you're in a wheelchair. Yeah, so I did have surgery in January, late January after Australian Open, and I am hoping to be playing by Wimbledon. Um, that's my goal, and hopefully I can finish the season pretty strong, and um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to playing again. What's this been like? Uh, it's been fun, actually. People think it's, oh, it's so depressing, you don't have anything to do, you're so bored, but it's it definitely hasn't been. Um, I've been able to hang out with my friends, my family, and live kind of a normal life for the last, I'd say, like, eight months or so. So, has it been eight months? August? August but around the Olympics, August, right? September, October, November, January, February, March. Yeah, so yeah, seven, seven eight months. months yeah. right. So, um, so, yeah, I've been able to kind of live a normal life, and... Um, it's been fun. Something that I've really, since I've been playing pro tennis, I've never really been able to do. It's like junior year abroad. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Just like out here hanging out. And you don't say, boy, you know, I I think you were 23. I think you were 23 in the world. Mm -hmm. Nice year last year. Strong first Mm -hmm. six, seven, eight months. Mm -hmm. You feel like we're going to we're going to come back and what what level are we expecting? Oh goodness, I don't even know what to expect. But I mean, hopefully, I mean, I'm hoping after I come back from injury I can probably play some of the best tennis I've ever played. I hope. I mean, that's the the goal, but I mean, obviously coming back off of injury, not playing for almost a year, I'm sure that'll be interesting to see what my first tournaments are like, but like I said, I'm looking forward to it. Um I mean, just to get back out there, I miss the game. I miss traveling. I miss, you know, seeing my friends and stuff. So I think um, for me coming back, I think it'll be a good thing. Are you able to uh, do anything to stay in shape? I mean, can you, I don't know, can you swim? Can you do upper body? Oh, no, I can't swim. But I mean, I can swim, but you're, you're <laughs> I don't able to want swim. to. Yes. Um, I go to physical every two hours, or two hours a day, yeah, five days a week. So, um, yeah, I can do everything as long as I'm supervised. So... Um, I do as much as I can there at physical therapy, and then, yeah, that's pretty much, as long as I'm in the boot, I'm pretty limited still, so I do what I can, but, yeah. I feel like I should take a picture of this boot, yeah. so people can see what, uh, what everyone, you're up against here. Everyone here at Indian Wells has seen what the boot looks like, and the wheelchair, that, and my peg alike, <laughs> so, I'm... Yeah. Oh, I didn't even see that. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. you got the whole contraption here. Yes, exactly. So. Wow, that's, uh, that's quite a health plan you're on. Definitely, but it works. It gets me around, so it's good. We're taking it a tournament this way. I mean, you're well. We should say what you're doing here. I mean, you're working for Tennis oh. Channel, and you're very much behind the scenes. And you're talking to players. Yeah, strange way to uh, experience an event. It's actually fun because I haven't really seen anyone in a long time. Well, I was in Australia for like five days, and I saw some of my friends, but before that, I hadn't seen anyone since the Olympics. So I was like, oh, it'll be fun like, to see everyone, which I did in Australia for five days. And then now I'm like, okay, well, I'm ready to see my friends again. So it's cool just, like, you know, being around and being able to see people that I pretty much spend my whole life with, like, year-round when I am playing. So um, it's kind of cool to be at a tournament but not playing because I do love tennis. So I love being able to, like, actually sit down and watch a match and, like, be like, oh, this is cool. Like, this is actually how they're playing and listening to Paul commentate. Like, that stuff is, I mean, it's cool to me. What are you noticing? Watching tennis as someone who's not an active player right now. I mean, what, what, um, what are you picking up on that maybe you wouldn't have been if you were in the field? I don't know. I, I just get to watch it more now, like, with actual, like, intent. So I'm like, okay, like, why did she hit that shot? Okay, what is she doing? Okay, she needs to call her coach. Call your coach. Like, what are you doing? Like, it's just so much. I'm so more engaged in it because I'm, like, I don't have any ties to anything. Like, I'm not in the tournament. So I'm like, okay, why isn't she calling her coach? Okay, she needs to, like take a break she needs to like if she's injured she needs to call the trainer like what is she doing like it's just so you're so much more into it and I feel like 
the people that I'm watching, like, say I'm friends with them, I'm like, I want them to do well, I want them to win, so I'm like, what are they doing? Like, I wish I, I'm sitting there yelling at my TV or, like, in the stadium, like, what is going on here? What are they doing? So, um... You're a fan, in other words. Yeah, I'm a fan, and it's, um, it's actually really cool. You are a notorious, I don't know what the word is, draw no looker. Yeah. God, I hate it. You literally... What I think your your coach tells you like the night before who you're playing, yeah, but you're not like before. oh if I beat her in the fourth round I might oh get hurt. My God, you never it's do no that, right? No way to live. No. It, what, what is that? I was gonna say, what's that all about? I just, I mean, you can't really look forward. Like you can't prepare for another match when you haven't even won the one that's in front of you. Like I feel like um, saying in the moment is is really hard to do as it is. So if you have extra things in your mind already, like if I beat her, I'm gonna play her, and then. If I beat her, the next girl, then my ranking is going to be at this, and then I'm going to do, and then I'll be seated at a slam, and like, right, there's right. so many, like, from one thought comes so many different, like, things. And, and you don't, you don't have the opposite where you say, "Damn, I wish someone had told me. I wouldn't have been nervous if I knew that I was playing." Oh no, there has been some times where I've been playing someone, and I lost, and I'm, and the next round it was like an easy match, and I'm like, or the next round I'd already knew they had retired, right? Or exactly. I'm like, oh my god! But that's the thing you have to when you go on the court, you have to leave it all out there, so you have no regrets. You can't look back and say, oh, I didn't. I could, wish I could have done this. Like you got to leave it all out on the court. How often does that happen to you? That I leave it all on the court. Yeah, that you don't leave it on the court. Um, not very often, but I mean, I think since I was young, I've kind of matured into a different player. And when I don't want to play, I don't play. When I feel like I'm not ready, so, I'm like, I'm so not like going Randy to Moss. He, oh, I don't, I don't know what he said. Yeah. But, um, but no, I think I've kind of like realized, like, you know, if I'm not ready, I can't go to the tournament. If I can't just go to play to play. Like, you take whatever, fine, but if you're not ready, you just don't do it. And I think for me, just busting my butt to make sure that I'm 100% ready all the time has really helped me because then I know, like, when I'm out on the court, you give it all you got, and then that's it. Be done with it. So you went to – I forget the story from when we were you, – you flew to Australia, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I and did. what happened? I flew to Australia, and my foot – I mean, it just wasn't feeling 100%, but they, everyone said, you know, it's not going to feel 100% because you haven't played any matches. You haven't really done anything. So, I mean, obviously I did a full preseason, but, it's, I mean, it's not the same once you start actually playing a match. So I um, – went there and I probably two days before the tournament got an MRI and they're like oh you have this and you need surgery and I was like what so I called another doctor and I was there and he said the same thing basically so I was like okay I'm going home so I pulled out of Sydney I pulled out of the Australian Open went home saw three other doctors and they all said the same thing and I said okay I guess I'm having surgery then so how does that work are you doing this by yourself do you have I don't know, USTA medical personnel. I mean, how does it work when you've got to go see three doctors and get MRIs? Um, and I mean, in, in an NFL team, right? Pro sports, it's obvious. Yeah. Team doctor. Well. It's different. It's definitely different. I mean, for me, my team is mom. Right. And um, I have a really great agent. And, I mean, we kind of put our heads together. I've had a really, you know, I've been injured before, so I've had a really good team of doctors. And I kind of just rely on my mom and my agent to kind of figure things out and use their resources to make sure I get the best care. And um, they've been pretty good at it so far, so I kind of just stick with them because they are they know what they're doing. you got a lot of frequent flyer miles for someone who hasn't played a match yet. Is that exactly. any consolation? Yes, exactly. I just got my American Airlines, my 
my platinum thing. So I'm like, I'm I need to get to a million milers so I can have all the perks. And you have the wheelchair. You got uh, exactly. You, you got access. Um, Wimbledon's the target date yes. to return. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, I I mean I'd miss oh I miss U.S. Open, Australia, French Open. You miss a year basically, yeah. right? Yeah. So it's not that bad though. It's not that bad. I think. I'm I'm looking forward to playing again, but I think when I do start playing again, this will all be behind me, and I won't even think of, oh, like, I missed a year. It'll just be like, oh, last year I wasn't even playing here. Or last year I was at Indian Wells working, I was commentating. Like, So you're, uh, we, should, we should talk about that. You're commentating here, you're part mm-hmm. of the uh, Tennis Channel team. Yes. Something to do, or do you, are you thinking in the back of your mind, whenever this tennis ride is it could be 10 years from now but whenever it is this is something I might want to do yeah definitely I think it is something I want to do I love I love TV I'm so into it but I actually am getting my degree in communications I have 14 credits left to finish where are you and uh, I do the WTA program IU East the Indiana yeah. one that Venus did mm-hmm, exactly and um, yeah I'm just you know, everyone in my family has a degree, and my brother just is a senior or a freshman at San Diego State, and I'm like, I have to graduate before him. So I the older couple, sister. Yeah, exactly. A couple of years ago, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to start. I mean, I don't have anything to lose. And then I got injured, and I'm like, oh, I speed up the process, take a few more classes, and yeah. So now I'm here, and I'm getting my degree in communication. So this kind of just like fills in that little void my like my end of the year classes I'm getting credits so um yeah I'm happy doing the distance learning and a number yeah. of play right Vicky Duvall I think yeah, I never a remember lot of if people. you were doing I've that been in a few, I was in a class with Irene Falcone Vicky Duvall oh, a couple of people so it's what, um, what, what does that mean when you're not you're not like you're copying it's their notes weird and, like, and now like I'll, we'll be in the discussion and like I'm reading and I'm like Vicky Duvall like Vicky Duvall <laughs> I know her oh my god she's in my class so it's actually pretty funny but um but no, it, I mean it's been a good experience for me. I've been, I've gotten, I actually got kind of lucky with being injured because I got to take a ton of more classes and actually focus on that and be able to finish. And um, yeah, so it's it's. And you were you me. were pretty close. I think you told me this years ago. You were pretty close to going to UCLA, right? Yeah, I would have loved to go to UCLA. It's my favorite school. I wish I, I mean I don't wish I went there, but I'm happy with the road that I that I chose. But um, definitely, I would have gone there if I could have gone to college. So if I were looking at your career, I would see someone came on strong initially, gangbusters at majors, mm-hmm. reliable, second-week player at majors, mm-hmm. maybe struggled a little bit in some of the other events. Mm-hmm. And then as you matured, you, know, you won Charleston last year, you've, you've had a number of titles at smaller events. It seems as though you've become much more of a full-time player, if that's an okay way to say it. I mean, what, what do you make of your career so far? Yeah, I mean, I, I've definitely had some great results. Um, I think a big thing for me was, oh, my God, she's never won a tournament. Like, I think your career just kind of evolved. Like, it's like, okay, you got to meet these marks. And for me, when I was playing, I had some really great results in the slams. And everyone's like, she's never won a tournament. It took her 80 tournaments, this and that. And then I won a tournament, and they're like, okay, well, when are you going to win the next tournament? And I won another tournament. Okay, well, you need to win a bigger tournament now. And then I won Charleston. And, of course, I got injured. But, I mean, there's always something that, like, you do this, you do this, you do this. Okay, well now I need to do this. Now I need to run a premiere. Like it's never, it's a never-ending cycle. And I think for me, playing, I'm only 23. Say I play tennis for another seven years. That is a long, a long time. time. And I, I mean, I don't. I mean, obviously tomorrow is never promised. But I think if I'm able, God willing, to play tennis for another seven years, 
hopefully in that seven years I'll be able to win a premiere or hopefully even a grand slam like obviously that's the goal but what people see on the outside they always want you to do better and I mean it's kind of it's hard because everyone always wants to do better they want you to win more they want more titles they want more this more that but um, just at the point that I am in my career like I'm just trying to do the best I can you wish someone had told you when you started this uh, this journey that you know now um, I don't know, just have fun, not, not let, like, the media and all the attention. You are the media. And I know, but just everything surrounding why you love the sport of tennis, like, don't lose that. That's good advice. Yeah. How are you with, uh, how are you with this thing? How are you with social media? And I've talked to so many players who are like, yeah, you just don't believe how harsh it is to walk off a court and look at your phone and... Yeah, definitely, I mean... Before, a lot of people are talking about it now, but could you imagine, like, say, five years ago? I mean, it was still, it's still the same when social media first came on board. And, I mean, you can't really... And you were 18, and we didn't have this, like, ignore the troll mentality, Yeah, exactly. Right? And then I was like, just block everyone, and everyone was like, wow, she's such a terrible person, she blocks everyone. And I'm like, well, you know, everyone, I mean, I felt kind of like people ganged up on me, because I was like, I don't want to deal with it. And then now people, now there's five people that said, okay, I don't want to deal with bullying anymore. And it's like, this is such a great thing. Oh, my God, right, don't deal right. with the bullies. And, right. I mean, it's kind of just like, okay, well, yeah, it's great. but You were ahead of the curve on that one. Yeah, yeah. and I'm like, well, I mean, it happens. And, honestly, there's really nothing you can do. Like, people are going to say whatever they want to say, but there's not anything. Yeah, you can block them, you can report their page, like, but that's it. What else is there to do? If I said... Pick a name at random. If I said Feliciano Lopez. Oh, God. Okay. We That's know about real it. random. But I was going to say, how, I'm curious. This is my lead into the question. Mm-hmm. How much, I mean, you're, in, you're sort of playing media role this week, mm-hmm. but how up to speed are you on men's tennis? Um, I mean, I watch. I'm pretty you know, into You it. know Feliciano Lopez. Yes, of course. I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, but, yes. Uh, no, but my, my larger <laughs> point, like, you, it, it seems, I'm always, I'm always impressed, uh, and I, I think it's probably more female to male, but even mm-hmm. the men, seem some more than others, seem mm-hmm. to know the women's game. Yeah. It, it seems like there's, there's a real knowledge and appreciation of both your tour yeah. and the guys' tour. Yeah, I think so. Um, I love watching tennis, so when I'm at home, I'm watching Tennis Channel. Like, I'll just have it on. Even if I'm not listening, I'm just, like, you know, watching. They could be in, like, Bogota or something, and I have no idea what's going on, but I'm like, oh, that person's playing. Like, that's cool. I love his outfit. Like, you know, I'm just kind of, I love the sport of tennis. So, for me... I watch everybody. Go wherever you want to take this question, but we uh, we were just talking about it with with James and Tracy on the show. Mm-hmm. What do you think uh, greets Maria when she comes back? Go wherever you want to with that. Um, I, I honestly I don't know. Like I I don't know if it's gonna be mixed. I don't know if people are gonna be really happy to have her back. I don't know if people are gonna be disappointed. I have no idea. Like I mean, obviously her situation was a very serious situation, but I mean. She served her time. I think, you know, in all fairness, she can play wherever she wants to play. She can do whatever she wants to do. And, um, I mean, I wish her well. I mean, and there's really nothing at this point you can say. Like, when she comes back, hey, good to see you. Been a while. That's really all you can give her. Yeah, like, I mean, there's really not much at this point that you can say. But, hey, great to see you again. You think we'll we'll see a high level? I mean, you you know, it's obviously been different for you, but just Mm -hmm. from a mental standpoint, it seems like you've kind of had a few months to clear your head and get out of the travel mode and yeah. it, I think it'll be interesting to see what level she's playing at. I know she's been practicing and stuff and she's kept, 
you know, kept doing everything that she was doing before. So I think it'll be interesting to see when she comes back if she's, like, right on top of it and everything's great, she's playing well. Like, I think it's interesting. Like, especially I think it's interesting when Azarenka comes back after a baby. Like, what's going to happen? Like, it's just going to be like, okay, well, uh, say Sharapova has to play for the same amount of time as Azarenka, but Azarenka had a baby, Sharapova had something else going on. Like, what are the levels going to be like? That part of it's interesting right. to me. No, I, I mean, totally different circumstances, and yeah. you you have an injury. I mean, mm-hmm. it just... All... I haven't played at all. Like, right. I haven't been practicing at all. I haven't picked up a rack in a long time. Like, who You've knows? done... You haven't done, you know... This, you told me I was too old for saying naked gun, so this is way before your time. But remember yeah. remember Thomas Mooster? No. Who, uh... Mooster. You know, he won the French Open, and he, he was in a wheelchair and was hitting balls from... He couldn't stay away from tennis, so oh he was hitting God. balls in a wheelchair. You, you haven't done that? No, I have not. <laughs> I have so you, not you literally that. haven't? No, nothing. Wow. And you're okay? You're, yeah, uh... I'm okay. Like, I, I have my foundation, so I go out after school and play with the kids and stuff and just, like, hang out. I'll toss balls to them and stuff. But I'm on this peg leg thing. I can't do anything. Like, I was the you, other day. You got to take a photo. Yeah, I brought <laughs> the kids out to Indian Wells. We had a little clinic with uh, Wayne Bryan. And, um... Literally, I almost fell in this thing because I was trying to volley with Madison. And I was like, okay, I'm not doing this anymore. So, yeah, it's not a good idea. You know what? You're, you're on break. Stay on break. <laughs> yes, exactly. Enjoy it for as long as I can. What's the most fun thing you're going to do in the next 90 days? The most fun thing? All right, you've do... got this. You know when you're coming back. You have like. My birthday. All right. Yeah, my birthday. And then hopefully. Twi- wait, 24th. 20th. Yeah. Right. But you'll, be, you'll, be, I'll be you'll be 24, yes. Right? Yeah. Exactly. I'm getting old. Oh, my God. Um, my birthday, I was really looking forward to seeing Lionel Richie on March 30, March 30th, but he canceled his oh, tour. You mean Nicole's dad? Yeah. No. <laughs> Lionel Richie. No, Lionel wow. Lionel my favorite singer. I love him. I did him. not know that. Love him. He was with Mariah Carey. She's been open for him, and they, he had knee surgery, so they canceled it. Oh, man. I know. But other than that, um, not really anything fun. I, I want to... I don't know. I want to go somewhere cool before I have to start. Yeah, that's what again. I mean. You yeah. go on a, go on you know, a trip, wherever, go, go to somewhere. Canadian Rockies or something you just wouldn't yeah. otherwise get to. Exactly, like Niagara Falls or something. I don't you, know. But you can do better than Niagara Falls. I know, but that's just a cool place. Like, but you're and you're. I mean, just to be clear, you're on a protected ranking too. Yeah. So you don't have to worry about like what, getting my into wild card and or whatever. Yeah, you don't. But I probably will need some wild cards because I mean, you only get eight tournaments on a protected ranking, so. Hopefully. Right. I mean, and when I start playing, it's not coming to be at 300. I'm going to be pretty much at, like, no ranking. So. Right. But you'll, yeah, it's one of these calendar things. Yeah. Depending on when you come back. Yeah, exactly. Gotcha. So, um, it's right. tricky. But. The, uh, this was fun. Yeah. You're great. This yeah. is like, uh, you're kind of getting into this media thing, aren't you? Yeah, it's not too bad. It's so much easier doing it when you're not playing a tournament. Because when you're playing a tournament, you're like, oh, I want to get out of here so bad. Like, I don't want to be here. You're and stuck then, here. So we can, uh, we can talk in a storage room and exactly. you're not even like, it's going to leave. Plus, you're yeah. in a wheelchair. Yeah. You can and I'm leave if you wanted break. to. I'm going to go watch matches. Go eat lunch. Yeah. Thanks. Thank fun. you. All right. All right, that's this week's Sports Illustrated Tennis Channel Tennis Podcast. Again, we're here in Indian Wells. We'll try to put together a few of these over the next 10 or 12 days as the tournament gets going. Thanks to our guest, Sloane Stevens. You can catch her on Tennis Channel. Nice of her to spend some time with us, especially in these surroundings. As a bonus, we will photograph her boot that's on her left foot, and uh, you can see what she's going through. But good talking to her. We'll have another guest in uh, in a couple days here. Jamie Lasanti, as always, is our extraordinary producer. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the tennis from the desert. 
We'll be right back. 